0: Welcome to episode 483 of Salcido Paranormal, and tonight we'll be talking more about taunted places in the U.S. As always, you can find all episodes of the show, along with links to social media and other ways to contact me, in the podcast page. And that is salcidoparanormal.podbean.com, that's S-A-L-S-I-D-O, <clears throat> paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. Thank you all for listening. Whether you are here for the live streams on Discord or if you listen on the podcast or YouTube feeds or on the Trouble Minds Radio Network. K-U-A-P, Digital Broadcasting. There you can hear replays of two episodes of the show every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before Trouble Minds Radio comes on. As always, I want to thank Michael Strange, host of Trouble Minds Radio, as well as Liam Martin, host of the Exile Minds Podcast, for producing the shows and putting it up on the station. If you'd like to support the show, there are some different ways to do that. You can always share the show with others. And rate and review it on your podcast platform of choice. I have written some paranormal fiction and nonfiction books you can check out over on Amazon. Also, I have a Patreon page where I'll be putting up episodes uh, exclusively over on that site uh, whenever I can. I already have one episode up there now, and those will always be available to all um, membership tier levels. And um, also, if you'd like to just make a one-time donation, you can do that through PayPal and Venmo, and uh, all those can be those links can be found in every episode description and on the podcast page and on Discord. Uh, help is never expected, but always appreciated, as there are expenses in making these shows, uh, from equipment to research materials to uh, travel expenses. Coming up in just a little over a month, I'll be going to the Mid Michigan Paracon. That's uh November 4th and 5th, a Saturday and Sunday, uh, in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, at the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, and there I will be making recordings of myself and anyone else who wants to join me, just uh, audio recordings, uh, talking about the paranormal, uh, whether it's just thoughts and theories to experiences, um, anything within that wide range of a topic there, uh, and I'll be sharing those recordings with others once I get back home. So, or with the show, I'm sorry. Uh, with others. Obviously with others on the show once I get back home. Uh, after a few days of uh, rest and regrouping and everything. So, um, that's the plan for that. Um, so, it is looking like my special guest for tonight was unable to make it here. Uh, I'm hoping everything is okay. Uh, so, uh, because of that, I am, like I said in the, the beginning of the show here. I'm just going to continue continue on with my series on haunted places in the U.S. and um, we will reschedule uh, the guest appearance with a good friend of the show, Rohan. Hopefully, everything is okay with him uh, for another time. And uh, looking forward to doing that whenever uh, works for him. So, and um, <clears throat> I think that covers everything. So I can get to the articles here. As always with this series, a couple of things to say for, right away. Uh, please, whenever uh, I talk about any location, do your own research as to when you can visit it, if you can at all, and what the rules are, and and uh, what parts are are open to the public and what parts aren't. Um, please just basically ch- any place that you're you're interested in. Uh, make sure you look into the current status of that place because. Again, I find these articles, but they are uh, not always, in a lot of cases, I would guess, they're, they're, um, they're not updated constantly. They're just an article put out at a certain time, and then the status of a location may change over time. So, and um, I say that because trespassing can lead to a lot of, of uh, problems, whether it's uh, uh, legal or uh, health issues or and or other um sort of paranormal events that may not be so positive um just because you never know uh just just uh and just as a, a respect a matter of respect it's good to uh not to be trespassing uh, just passing on anyone's property so uh and uh these are just articles I've found online so of course as i always say i am i am not a historian in any way uh so Just uh, these are all overviews of these locations and mainly the activity there. And uh, so I could be wrong about anything I say here tonight. So um, I think that covers all of that. And uh, let me get on to these articles here. So let's check in everything again. Everything looks okay. Okay, so moving to um, the first location here. I want to talk about, Uh, and this is the, uh, let me see here, haunted, I mean this is the Tetweiler Tetweiler Hotel, and uh, this is in Alabama, still we're working through, (coughs) excuse me, working through locations in Alabama right now, going um, through the states alphabetically, so, and uh, this is, uh, this article is from, uh, let me see here, hauntedrooms.com title of the article reads the haunted tetweiler hotel uh, in birmingham alabama and that's basically just the title and it says uh, tetweiler hotel ghost Uh, ghosts says that guests as well as staff have many uh, ghost stories to talk about apparently a bartender who worked there at the hotel uh, had several experiences in 1995. basically whenever they would leave the the, um, the bar they uh, they would shut down and everything and they would they would uh, turn off all the lights as they're supposed to and then but every day when the the boss got there and or the other employees got there the next day, the lights would all be on and so eventually this employee got in trouble with the boss because the boss thought that they were leaving all the. Um, the the lights on when they were leaving. So, uh, so let me see here. Uh, the boss, uh, well, it was basically this bartender's. This guy's job to turn off the lights in the bar and the kitchen during closing. So uh, he started turning the lights off, but they would always apparently turn on by themselves. After turning the lights off four times. He left for the evening. So it is sort of a mix of he didn't leave them on intentionally, but they kept turning on. And uh, so then the next day, of course, uh, after all this, the bartender tried to explain, uh, but the uh, manager, this boss would not believe him right away. So this happened five nights in a row. And after that, the manager called the bartender and told him to come to work immediately. And when he got there, uh, and this was not after, not, basically not, he wasn't already at work. Apparently there was a complete multi-course meal with candles and a bottle of wine left out. So, of course, this manager is thinking originally that uh, this bartender was playing a trick when probably he would not do that. I'm guessing that's when the people there, the, the manager and other people started to believe him there at that point. Uh, it says that many p- people believed it was the spirit of uh, Colonel Tutwiler, for which the hotel was named. And, uh, and it says that to, to um, in order to stop this from happening again, this same bartender would call out to the colonel each night and uh, say, have a good evening and not to make a mess. And then once they started doing that, once this bartender started doing that, um, the activity stopped, the lights would stay off. And then of course, no more full course, uh, full meals left out in the open. So that really is amazing. And I found that in a couple of these articles, they mentioned they they both uh, mentioned that. So really is amazing that this is something that is, um, just the idea of that. I mean, I feel bad for the bartender, but, uh, I'm glad that everything worked out in the end. So going back to this first article here, uh, let me see what else, what more there is to talk about here. Other reports talk about knocking on doors in the middle of the night. Several guests have uh, reported loud, rapid knocks on the doors to the room. And then when they would jump out of bed and open the door, there wouldn't be anyone there. And uh, it's believed to be the spirit that does all this is believed to be a male spirit because he w- wakes women up with his knocking during the night. I don't know how that makes sense, but okay. Um so it mentions, let me see here. So this article then goes into the history. This hotel was opened by Robert Jemison with a major investment from Major uh Tuttweiler in 1914. So the hotel was built to convince the American Iron and Steel Institute to have its uh, convention in Birmingham, Alabama. And back then, it was was one of the best hotels in the area. So uh, moving ahead in time here a little bit. (laughs) 1974, the uh, hotel was basically imploded to make room for the first... Alabama Bank and then for the next 12 years the hotel was not there but then in 1985 the city uh, was awarded let's see here the uh urban development act grant and with some financing it gave them the chance to open a hotel the hotel again so I'm guessing they rebuilt it so uh so yeah, apparently it's it's has the original a lot of the original material, I'm guessing based on what they're talking about here in this article. That really is amazing because if there is any any original material then who knows what that could um what that could mean as far as paranormal activity goes. So neat article there. Um I wonder what that does to a place when it's basically destroyed and then completely rebuilt and then uh that's still decades ago, so had to be remodeled again in recent years. But um, so it sounds like it's a, that's a lot of activity in the place, especially that full-course meal, that full multi-course meal. That is really amazing to think about how that would be done uh, in the physical world by something that uh, is not supposedly supposed to be physical, so. Moving on to the next article here, let me check on Discord again, and make sure everything's all right. Okay, so moving on to the next article here, this one is from uh, frightfind.com, and the title reads, The the Haunted Tettweiler, Tettweiler Hotel, I have a hard time with that name, apparently. Um, so the article starts off talking about the knocking on the doors. And then when, when the guests open the door, there's no one there. Uh, so also the sixth floor, now this one mentions something different. The sixth floor uh, has a more, more reports of, um, of this knocking and, uh, the hotel, you know, so it goes into the whole story about the hotel's bartender, and that really is amazing. Again, just going into the whole, uh, the creation or the the, uh, I'm guessing gathering of supplies and arranging everything in a, in in the kitchen of a whole meal. So uh, let me see here. This is a shorter one, but uh, it does, um, end by saying it's as if. A ghostly guest did not want to leave, so but um, but yeah, so that's a, a, another, a shorter article, but it does have sort of that same couple of stories in there. And, uh, so that's really neat. Again, just the whole idea of that dinner being left. That's a lot of ma- a lot of physical material being manipulated. <laughs> so getting to this next article here, last one that we have for this location. This is from uh, onlyinyourstate.com. Title reads: Stay overnight in the 109-year-old Tutwiler Hotel in Alabama that's said to be haunted. So, um, let's see here. This is, uh, of course, this and some other articles. I do uh, look at these places through a idea of. Um, Describing them so people can go and visit them, which is amazing as well. Um, but this is uh, so. This article starts talking about how there's no shortage of paranormal uh, activity of locations with live paranormal activity, and even though there are several haunted places throughout the state, uh, some of the, including some of the finest hotels in the area. This article is talking about the Tutwiler, and this, of course, is. Um, apparently it's part of a larger group now. It's the Hampton Inn and Suites, Birmingham, downtown. And then it has Tetweiler at the end of the name. So, and, uh, I think this one has pictures. Yeah, this one has pictures, which are really neat. So I definitely recommend checking that out. And, um, so really this one is about, a lot about, more about the, the pictures here. And, uh, has a lot of them. I'm just scrolling down here to get through all of them, though, to uh, get to anything else. And, uh, so, let's see here. Uh, now, in, um, this article here, yeah, I'm sorry, looks like the rest of that, uh, the article is basically just the pictures. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, there's a little text in between, but... Um so yeah, it looks like that is basically it for that article. I thought there was text in there about the actual hunting, so I'm not seeing it now. But I think we've already gone over that pretty well. Um so a lot of times these articles have some of the same material. Um so let's see here. I don't know if we have time. Let's see here, to do this other one. Let me check in these articles here. And yeah, yeah, so, well, we can we can start on this next location and go from there. And so this is, uh, next location is the Sweetwater Plantation. I've also seen it just labeled as the sl- uh, Sweetwater Mansion. Title of this article reads, uh, The Haunted Sweetwater Plantation in Florence, Alabama. So, uh, this is. Um, let's see here. Apparently, uh, there's reports of uh, music playing, a um, that is uh, on a piano that is being played, even though no one appears to be there. And that's how the article starts off here. So, looking at the rest of this here. Um, Mentions that there is a haunted history of the location. It's been rumored. It says that the uh, this this uh, Sweetwater Mansion has uh, a lot of activity in it. Gives uh, information on the, lo- the exact location. Um, the caretaker, according to this article, mentions a light being turned on at night on the second floor, and faucets being turned on at night when she is. Uh, trying to sleep, so there's other activity going. There's different activities going on there. So, uh, going on to the rest of the location here, and uh, so that's really that's all that this one has for reports from that location. So I guess we have time after all. Let's check on the next article here. Some of these are a lot more pictures than than a lot of text, and then just geographical information. So. Uh, moving on to the next article from uh, hauntedrooms.com. It says um, the, art, the article title is Sweetwater Mansion Ghosts. I'm sorry. That's not what it is. It says the haunted Sweetwater Mansion. So it says there are many stories about various paranormal activities that are said to take place there. Uh, starts off talking about the caretaker again, uh, who apparently had seen a casket with the body of a Confederate soldier in one of the rooms downstairs. Uh, She thought that she um, saw the body of one of the sons of General Patton, whose funeral was held in the house. I'm wondering if they mean, did she see an apparition of that? That'd be really wild. Uh, There's a room in the house that says that tends to lock uh, it's lock the door tends to lock on its own, so that's always an odd thing. I've had experience with that. Uh, so, going to other things here in this article it says the house also has a mysterious area that's called the secret room. It has no door and can only be accessed through a small interior window. That's odd. Uh, let me see here. Some paranormal investigators have captured a lot of uh, odd pictures there and in, in the the mansion. Uh, one picture appears to be of a distinct shape of a Civil War soldier uh, outside on the property one evening. So it says uh, during the taping of an episode of a TV show. Investigators saw a door move on its own. And, uh, and they also heard footsteps. So also a large piece of the ceiling tile apparently separated from the ceiling and flew across the room. So that's odd for it to be flying across the room there. Uh, this uh, mansion here, uh, it was designed by General John Braun. I'm not sure about that last name. B-R-A-H-A-N. Uh, who was a veteran of the War of 1812, and he owned more than 4,000 acres of land in, in the state. The mansion got its uh, name from the creek that it was close to and was uh, first occupied by uh, the general's son-in-law, Robert Patton. So uh, mentions the mansion's basement once served as a Civil War hospital uh, and also a county jail for a while. There are rumors of someone who once lived in one of the rooms upstairs who tried to start magic. So hopefully that's just a rumor. rumor. But, um, so let me see here. That's basically it for that article. And uh, I think I can go on to this last one here. Looks like this is a lot of pictures again. And uh, I will. I um, will include that in the episode links. So, and then you can, or the episode description, and you can check out the uh pictures and articles here. And uh, I think uh, that's gonna do it for that for that location, and then I think that'll do it for uh all the locations I talk about on this show today. So, I'll uh, just uh fill in this last couple minutes here, like I always like to do, uh, just by saying please be sure to check out all the links in the episode description. Uh, there's always a few in there for some good friends of the show that have their own projects and, uh, including, like I always say, uh, Michael strange of, uh, trouble minds radio, as well as Rohan, Liam Martin of the exile minds podcast. And also a good friend of the show, uh, Jen Arcana, uh, who also has a show. All three of them, of course, are all on the network, uh, the trouble minds radio network, KUAP digital broadcasting. And, um, uh, Definitely recommend checking out the station whenever you can. Just listen and see what you'll find. Uh, those other three shows and my own are not the only four shows on the network. There's a couple others as well. And you never know during the day which ones you're going to hear and which episodes you're going to hear. So it really does make make um, make um for interesting listening. And uh, so, yeah, and then just uh, please whenever there's an episode with another guest on the show. Uh, again, I've had some other guests over the years. Uh, please check out the links to their projects as well. Really appreciate that. Um, So many people have helped out with the show. I always want to thank every one of them. Uh, But, of course, I don't like to go with names too too often because I don't want to forget anyone. But all of you who have helped with the show, either as guests or sending articles, any of those things, um, I I really appreciate it. And uh, coming up to episode 500 here in a couple few weeks. So looking forward to that. have some special plans for that as well. And I think that's going to do it. Thank you all for listening. Um, and uh, I'll be back on Saturday with uh, for the next live stream and uh, covering more haunted places in the U.S. So and that'll be fun. I'll be doing that. Uh, basically, the plan is every Saturday and Thursday and uh, all the way through until Halloween. So uh, thank you all again, and I will talk to you all on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. And uh, take care.